Okay, so we're going to try something new. Welcome back. If you are coming back and if this is your first time, well, this is my first time getting ready to embark on what I'm about to throw out of my mouth that came to my mind. Here we go. It's called Conversations with God. And I'm actually going to speak as if God was right here listening to me. And you can choose to listen. You can choose to shut it off. You can choose to put it in the background. You can choose whatever works for you. Because this isn't for me. This is for God and for you. So as I come before you today, Lord, I am confused. I'm lost. And even though I am saved and believe that once saved, always saved, um, I get so wrapped up in the world. I get wrapped up in their thoughts, their ideas. I fall in love with people who don't love me back. I fall in love with ideas that don't happen. I fall in love with change that I believe is going to turn out one way and it turns out another. You know, Lord, I, I do agree with some of the people, you know, we look at the catastrophes of the world and they just don't make any sense. And I know that you've done cleansing before, and I know that there's been many things that have happened. And like I was saying earlier, Hitler does come to mind. There are those that love him, there are those that hate him, and there are those in between. One human, I refuse to believe, is capable of doing all that. I believe it takes a like mindset. And like I was saying earlier, I believe, you know, it goes all the way back to Abel. And you knew that that was going to happen. And Cain, being who he is, he was coming to you with a certain type of gift. Yet his gift wasn't for you. It was for the admiration that you would give him. So there was the motivation behind it that was selfish, and yet Cain couldn't see that. And Abel, Abel just did Abel, and he was so excited to be a part of you, and he always wanted you to have the first fruits. He didn't wait to see all the greatness and keep the greatness for himself and then give you the leftovers. He was like, here's all the greatness and I'm going to give it to you. And whatever's left is good. We are good. And you loved that about him. And with Cain, Cain saw everything that was good, brought it in, took all that was good and gave you the leftovers. And that was, you know, I can't speak for you because <laughs> I am never going to be God, ever, ever. And I don't want to. I have no desire to be God. 
I have no desire to run the world. I've never understood why people want to run the entire world. I have never understood why certain words stick. I mean, as we get back to the word work, it's even so controversial in the church. It's insane. And people say, you know, do the good works and it's in the Bible. And if you would like to look it up, you can um, for those that may be listening. Um, other than that, I'm going to keep talking. And for that being said, I have done my homework. I have gone out and ventured into many different realms. And even the realm that I land in now isn't mainstream. It isn't what other people would all agree with. And those beliefs are for me because of how my relationship is with you, Lord. And how other people want to look at that, I realize now is none of my business. It's none of my business how... Person A, B, or C wants to look at my life. It doesn't matter who we are. It doesn't matter what we do. In my world, you've created us all. You've given us all minds of our own. And you've allowed us to venture out into this wilderness. And anybody who doesn't think this life is a wilderness, <laughs> well, you know, just a thought buy it don't buy it it's okay and for me lord i do i look for the perfection like why does it have to be this way why can't i have this and why can't i have that and why can't it be this way and many times you have shown me which was very eye-opening and unfun that had it gone my way, wow, um, that could have been very catastrophic. And catastrophic in the sense of who I am as a, as a being and how I connect with others in the community and in the world. You've called us to love all. And while I want to do that, and I want to love everyone, I know that my judgments get in the way so many times. It depends on how I see you and when I see you. And Lord, I always come to you, I know, and I will see someone and I will think a thought or I will have an opinion and you will gently remind me that you created them too. It's so difficult sometimes because while I want to be what I would call the perfect human being, I realize it doesn't exist. And I do wonder about the pain and why there's so much pain and why love contains so much pain. And I wonder if we don't learn the true meaning of unconditional love until we experience the pain. For me, thinking of Christ on the cross, that's painful. That's torture. That's endurance. That's, wow. That's connection. That is, that's brutal. 
and beautiful all at the same time. The great thing about the cross is Jesus doesn't stay on the cross. And sometimes, Lord, I tend to put him back up there. It's like, I understand you've forgiven me. And I'm going to go ahead and put you back up on the cross because I need more forgiveness. I need more humility. I need more love. I need to be closer to you. And I feel that every time I do that, I'm, I realize now that I feel through the homework that I've done, Lord, that I am putting Jesus on the cross. And that's the story doesn't end there. And sometimes I feel that when I was lost and confused and walking through the valley, I'm so thankful that you walked with me. I wanted to walk away from you so many times. And I I couldn't find a reason except for when you're all alone in a dark place, where else are you going to go? There are no friends. There's no one you want to talk to. And thank you, Jesus, for always being there, for always being the light in my life when life gets so dark. Yet at the same time, I have the same questions that other people have. Why does it have to be so messy? Why does it have to be so grim? And then I realize those are not my journeys. They're just journeys that are converging with my journey. Only I can see through my eyes. Only I can live my life, whatever that looks like. And I am only here for whatever time I'm here. And then there's the beyond. We can think about the beyond. We can think we get in touch with the beyond. We can do all kinds of things to soften our hearts and look at the whole picture. There are Bible verses for everything. Yet, Not everybody believes in the Bible. I'll tell you what I do believe. I do believe that it is incredible how we are all made as humans. We're all given one heart. We're all given one mind, one body, one spirit, one life to live however we choose and we forget while we're some of us i mean me lord i i don't know why i just have never had a desire to be in charge of people (laughs) i think for me i i relate to a lot of people in the bible you have the people who were trying to commit suicide. You have the people who were who were running from you. You have the people who you wanted them to lead and they didn't want to. You have the wars that happened. You had the people killing other people. You have had the full gamut happen within those pages. And I'll say when I read them, I was shocked. I thought I was going to open up the 
word of God um, and find this fluffy, beautiful picture. And how was I going to get there? And, you know, Lord, <laughs> you were kind enough to lead me through the pages of, no, that's not what it looks like at all. Nope. There's war. There's, <laughs> there's death. There's lying, cheating, stealing as far back as you can remember. And the Ten Commandments, well, they served their time and their purpose. And in my world, they no longer serve a purpose. They exist. And the one thing the Bible, the only thing in my world that the Bible's meant to do is to lead people to you, Lord. And that's it. The end. There's so much based on the works and what we define as work. And yet, for me, Lord, I look at work as, as everything. <laughs> everything from getting out of bed to opening my eyes to putting my feet on the floor to grabbing a cup of coffee to taking a shower to going to the store and choosing my groceries, going to the store and choosing the next part of my journey based on the dollars I'm able to I'm able to exchange for that which I desire. And for me, Lord, I you know, I used to always wonder about they say money is the root of all evil. Money is the root of all evil. And I thought, what does that even mean? Like, does that even, does that even relate to now? And son of a biscuit. It is. It is. Because we're exchanging these dollars and monetary things. Um for things that we want. We're exchanging these these uh, pieces of paper or however, gold or whatever, Lord, and we're exchanging them for what we want. And, you know, Lord, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't. And maybe you'll give answers to some of the people that are listening. I don't know. All I know is I am never going to be all-powerful. I am never going to be omnipresent. I am never... <laughs> I am never going to understand all the mysteries of you, Lord. I want to. I definitely want to. I mean, but then even if that were to open, what would that mean? What what would that what would that get me? For me as I look at the world, I've come to not find my why, but begin to ask my whys. Why do I believe that people should look a certain way? Why do I believe that people should live a certain life? Why do I believe that I should gain something for my actions? Why do I believe that I should be treated a certain way? Why do I believe that there's give and take? Why do I believe 
that the sun will come up tomorrow? Why do I believe that when I go to sleep, I will dream? Why do I believe that if someone doesn't speak to me, that I'm unlovable? Why do I believe that if I'm overweight, that I'm no longer pretty? Why do I believe that if I speak about you, Lord, that the world will hate me? Why do I believe that if I engage in conversation with hateful people, that there's a possibility that their hearts and minds could change? Why do I believe that mean things said against me should never happen? Why do I believe that I deserve respect? Why do I believe that I should have certain things and others should not? Why do I believe that I am more than what I am? Why do I believe that life is a tough thing to get through sometimes and it's easier to want to leave the planet than stay, stay on it? Why do I believe that marriage is a certain thing? Why do I believe that people deserve certain punishments? Why do I believe that people deserve so much love? Why do I believe all these things? Why do I believe that a healthy marriage looks like this and not like that? Why do I believe that a healthy human looks like this but not like that? Why do I believe what I believe? And that's where I am, Lord. I want to believe in things that bring about love, compassion, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control. And Lord, I want to believe that Jesus died on a cross so that I would be saved and be able to experience paradise when I die. Yet just because we believe things, it's difficult. It's difficult to believe in certain things that we cannot see. And it's difficult for me to believe at times that life will get better. What is better? And so, as I close out today, I want to thank you for listening. This is a bold move for myself. And Lord, I just thank you for um, just being there for me to chat with and to um, let others see what it's look like, what it looks like when I chat with you. And um, I thank all who are listening, even if it's just one of you. Um, this isn't for me. And uh, I love talking to the Lord. And I thank you, Lord, for 
being on display today and every day. I thank you for being a part of my life. I thank you for being a part of my speech when I choose to, when I choose to allow the Holy Spirit and my belief to speak. Um, and Lord, I just, um, I always want to give glory and praise back to you because without you, I would be nothing. And because I believe in you, I'm everything. Because you see me, you love me, you hold me and you guide me. And I thank you so much for being there in times where I didn't believe. And I wanted to throw you up against a wall and I wanted to be like spaghetti and see if you stuck. And uh, cussing, cussing at you when I don't, <laughs> when I don't have a good day. And being able to constantly come back to that place where you hold me and remind me that I'm your child in my belief. And so as you go out and venture into this world, I want you to know that you are loved. And loving people can be painfully hard at times and yet super worth it in the end. You are all beautiful in my world. In my world, you are all created by an almighty God. And you are all capable of great, beautiful things that every one of us needs in this world. And for me and my belief, I love to pray. And I just pray that for anybody who hears this, that you know that you and your journey are just as important as mine and everybody else's. And you go out and you do you, and you let all of your greatness pour out so that others will let their light shine and never be ashamed of who they are as a human. Have a wonderful day, beautiful people, and uh, may life treat you as best as it can, because at the end of the day, all we have is ourselves. May you love every part of you. May you cherish every part of you. And may this day remind you that you've made it through every day up until today. Have a wonderful day and thanks for listening. <laughs>